Welcome, everybody. This is Will Cooper. I am in the Perdomo Cigar Studios here on the Red Stage on this Thursday night, January 27th. And uh, really uh, honored tonight to continue our coverage with folks from the field who are at the Tobacco Plus Expo 2022. I'm in the studios this year, uh, but we've been very fortunate to have some of our media friends who, look, they've been really busy this week. Uh and probably busier than I've seen TPE coverage uh, ever. So uh, we, we do appreciate the time. Uh, and without further ado, I want to introduce uh, my friends, uh, Matt Ty and Garrett Robinson of How About That Cigar. Guys, welcome on to Primetime tonight. Great to see you as always. Thank you so much. So yeah, I know you guys, uh, just you know, Matt and Garrett, they're, they're doing this from the field right now. Um, so you may hear a little background noise, but... Uh, we do appreciate the time here, and uh, like I said, we're honored to have you guys tonight. Uh, I know you guys had a you guys went right to the end on the show floor, if not later, uh, because we were coordinate this with with uh, Matt and Nicole. So, guys, thanks again. Yeah, we were uh, we were in a in a booth when they shut the lights off, so that's the you know that's the cue that it's closing time. We had to get out of there, but we're uh, we're currently uh, relaxing a little bit in the uh in the bar in in the sahara uh the cas bar in the cas bar yeah. yeah so we're yep. just relaxing with a cigar and and a beverage and uh yeah very busy couple days yeah yeah and we're gonna get right into that um because you know look i haven't been to tp in two years uh you guys were there last year obviously some very tough circumstances for tpe first first trade show in vegas let alone first cigar trade show um, and this year it's like, I'm, I was completely surprised by so much at this trade show. In fact, I'll be honest. I looked at the first interviews coming out of the trade show, uh, TPE and I'm like, where is everybody? But then I realized one important thing. The media was on the floor early doing these interviews. Uh, yeah. because then I was started, I, a few people sent me pictures. I started to see it. And I'm like, this thing, this thing exploded this year. W would you guys uh, agree? How's that assessment go? Cause that's how I'm looking at it right now. 100%. I would say that... The, Talk a little louder if you can. Absolutely. Yeah, no, uh, 100% correct. The uh, attendance is way up. Um, the, the booze were absolutely bust, you know, bursting with people. Um, you know, we try and have a plan. You know, our plan was to hit the back, work our way forward. That's silly because, you know, you'd go to a booth, and you would have all kinds of people, uh, you know, talking with the people that you want to interview. So you basically spend the entire time circling the floor, trying to find somebody to interview. And uh, we've been fortunate, though, where we would hit people at just key times. So, but to, you know, go back to your point, absolutely. Uh, attendance is way up. Yeah. It, it seems like a very positive vibe. Um, it seemed like, like I'll say this. I said this last year, just everyone coming back. Everybody's happy. Uh, it seems like that that theme is carried over and in, into the next level this year about everybody's happy. I was kicking myself possibly for not going. We had some logistical issues more than anything. Um, but uh, and I'll be honest. I, I was a little nervous with Omicron. We'll, we'll touch on that in a bit. But uh, again, uh, because again, it just seemed like, there were products this year to talk about, which in the previous, that was two years ago, there was not a lot of products to talk about. 
Last year, I think it was the same boat, but again, there was, you know, we were coming right out of that, the lockdowns when this thing happened. So uh, were you guys surprised by the amount of products that were at the, at the show this year for the first time? Um, I would say I, I'm, I, w- I agree with you that it's different. I'm not surprised that there are new products. Um, I think we're going to start to see companies split up their release schedules a little bit more broadly across the calendar year instead of focus everything on the new stuff at the PCA trade show. I think we're going to, I think we're going to see a trend in future years where they'll have some of the new stuff announced at TPE and then some announced at PCA. I think, you know, if I go back 10 years ago when I was covering the industry for the first time, we used to have a lot of these like spring releases, right? And then when FDA came in, the spring release cycle, everything just seemed to shift to around the trade shows. And now I think for the first time I'm seeing what we have this spring release cycle coming back uh, bigger than I've seen in a long time. So I think this is a very good thing for the cigar industry to have these two, two booths, you know, and, and for trade shows to certainly pull that off. Absolutely. Agree. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the differences though is, um, Leading up to PCA, we get a lot more release coverage of things that are going to be released at the PCA. We really didn't see that for TPE. A lot of times we'll hear about, you know, as we're interviewing companies, you know, are you premiering anything at the show? Yes, in fact, we are, and it's, and it's this. So there was no pre-buzz about any of these cigars that are being released at TPE. Um, so that's a difference that we should probably, you know, keep a close eye on as these shows really start to, you know, unfold how they're, how we're going to experience them from years to come. Yeah. You know, I normally I'm critical of when you don't see companies announcing this stuff for the trade show. Cause the idea is you want to prime the pump. Um, but I, I think the cigar industry should get a pass on this because they've had, I mean, the supply chain issues are tough. And I was telling Matt and Nicole, you, you don't want to uh, over promise and under deliver. So I, I totally think the industry needs to get a pass on that one for now. Uh, they have their own still have, they, they still have to figure out how to do press information this but that's another story um, I'll give them a pass on this one they're a disaster when it comes to media relations uh so I got one question this is so Saka has been quiet I haven't seen any interviews with Saka is he doing interviews because normally he does a lot of interviews with these things do you guys know what's happening with that we are we are planning to to interview him he has he has been absolutely slammed at his booth i bet it's it's been absolute non-stop we've walked by at least a dozen times a day and <laughs> he has he has been slammed every single time that we've gone gone by there so we know we'll get time with him but uh it you just have to uh you know like uh uh like milton burl said you got to pick your spots so, yeah, no, it, it, that's totally understandable, too. All right. So the question I have for you guys, what you've seen in a day a, and a half. A, a surprise special guest, the cigar surgeon himself. Oh, wow. Cigar surgeon. Thank you for joining, John. The conscious Canadian. <laughs> Soon to be unconscious. <laughs> Soon to be unconscious Canadian. <laughs> Talk as loud as you can, John. Talk as loud as you can. Talk as loud as you can. The unconscious Canadian, hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it was good to finally meet John in person. Um, oh, you guys haven't met in person. I tell you what, uh, it's great to see that the uh, developing palettes guys are there, uh, wrecking havoc as always. So uh, it's good to see them back there as well. Did you guys go mute? Did we lose you? I think we lost your audio. I don't hear you. Your audio went dead. I can't hear you guys at all. Okay. So thanks, guys. If there was a little bit of a technical glitch, so uh, thanks for Matt and uh, Garrett's patience. Um, hey, guys, I wanted to ask you right out of the gate, what was the rock star company at this year's trade show? Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. Well, I mean, the biggest booth clearly is uh, the center of attention. It's the loudest booth. It's probably one of the busiest. Uh, Drew Estate, who... Um, they're basically playing DJ for the entire for the whole show. Yeah. Yep. Um, and um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the TPE hears about some of that from the neighboring booths, <laughs> um, because it, it is quite loud. Yeah, they they're known for a loud booth, Garrett, at the PCA days uh, with the music. Uh, I've had it a couple of times. Oh, are you? Thank you. Who's that? Uh, Jared Trudeau. Jared, Jared Trudeau. Trudeau. Christoph. Uh, oh, so that's good. Hey, how you doing? Hey, there he is. Hi, Will. Hey, how's it going, Jared? You look great. Know what you look real pretty today. What was that? You look pretty. Good to see you. I can't you hear too. anything that you're saying. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> good to see you, Will. So good. No, it's good. Uh, Jared Trudeau, he's the national uh, sales manager for Christoph Cigars. So, yeah, no, uh, Drew Estate, uh, like I said, I've had to ask certain booze in the past to turn the music down. And sometimes the yeah. music causes copyright problems on YouTube, by the way, just so you guys know that. Uh, yeah, I've, I've run yeah. into that a couple of times. I've, I've um, had, I've gotten a couple, I've had to tell them now, look, the warning, I, I can interview you, but your boot's going to get, your, your interview's going to get flagged. So, uh, so yeah. Well, they that, have a nice, they have a nice area because, you know, it's two floors and on the, on the lower level in one area, they had a separate section that was sort of separate from the music. I mean, you could still, you could still sort of hear it, but I think for the most part, I, I don't think you're going to hear it come through. No, it's going to be good. Yep. No, that's good. So, yeah, Drew Estate obviously back in full force at this at this uh, premium cigar, uh, excuse me, this uh, Tobacco Plus Expo uh, for sure. Now, one of the booths that, that Matt and Nicole mentioned, and it was kind of my observation going in, uh, United Cigars, I think, was totally uh, A-game. A lot of products they brought this year. Yeah, that's a great point. We, uh, we talked to Oliver today. And uh, I was actually going to mention them because not only is there a lot of new product, they they really uh, and we, we even joked with Oliver about this that that the timing could not have been more serendipitous for the uh, announcement of uh, the Big Poppy Firecracker because they announced the Big Poppy Firecracker and the very next day uh, David Ortiz gets uh, gets the nod for for uh, for the Hall of Fame so. Fantastic timing. I think Oliver had a little inkling that David was getting in, though. For sure. Well, I th I think anybody knew that that he was he yeah. was a shooter. Yeah. 
but it was brilliant timing. But give Oliver a lot of credit for the for the timing. And you know, look, I've been very high on these firecracker releases over the past few yeah. years. So um, you know, they they got two this year, which is uh very exciting. Um, but yeah, they just seem like they had a lot of pro- uh, just a lot of product there. It, it reminded me. You know, that was more than a lot of companies will even bring into a PCA trade show. So I think this was a tremendous and they had two kiosks, right? If I looked at the your interview. So they actually yeah. have kiosks in the uh in the area, uh showing how they're growing there for sure. Yeah, and the other um the other one that that um definitely did have some new stuff to show off was uh with uh, Luciano and Ace Prime and Crown Heads adding some new sizes to the Dreamer line. Yeah, so that was a big that was a big thing for them. Yeah, I think that that was a very key thing. Uh, I think this is going to be a very big year for both of those companies, uh, for sure. I mean, I've heard Miguel do your show on Monday night. Uh, it's sounding like they have a full slate of things uh, that they're going to be rolling out over the year. So uh, yes. this is, you know, I think this has been, I mean, how do you guys look at that partnership with, with those two companies? Because I think it's become a very strong partnership in a very short amount of time. I think they, uh, we are going to see a monster in the next five years. In five years, I bet the uh, Crown Heads Ace Prime uh, partnership is, is going to just be huge. Um, if you know anything about Luciano and, you know, the Paterno factory, um, uh, you know, and crowned heads, they are, I mean, quality is always number one. And as long as that is at the forefront of any of these companies, they're going to grow responsibly. Uh, we can count on that for them. And, you know, that, I think consumers respect that. They see that. And I think they're going to kill it. Yeah. You know, uh, Garrett, uh, we voted our small, medium-sized factory of the year to be Pichardo, which is the uh, Ace Prime factory. And that was like, like I said, that was across five guys that we voted and we looked at the impact. And uh, that was on, I think, almost everyone's ballot. Uh, it was, a, And that was a tight race. The small factory race is always a tough one. So, I mean, there's no question which in this in a short time they've done. This. So I know they've been making cigars longer than two years, but, you know, you're getting into a, you know, these, you're dealing with some bigger brands right now. Crown Heads certainly, um, you know, 10 years they've been around and, and look, Crown Heads isn't losing any steam uh, with the partnership they have right now. In fact, they're gaining ground, if anything. And not to mention, they just finished a complete renovation and expansion of the Pichardo factory adding climate control yep. and uh, a lot more space. So uh, they're really poised to continue to grow. And, uh, and we're really excited to see what, what they do in the next few years for sure. Yeah. Now, in terms of the bigger companies, uh, one of the booths I think you guys covered, you guys were at the Altidus booth, right? Do you, do you know this guy, Coop? Aaron Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> I have no headphones, so. Uh, 5.4. Tell him it's a 5.4. He said, he said it's a Aaron. Aaron Coop, Coop said it's a 5.4. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something's a 5.4. Right. And I was saying it's great to see the developing pallets guys back at the at that TPE. Uh, yeah, the, the unfortunate, the, the most thing that hurts is I'm not seeing you guys in person uh, because that's the part I miss the most. Uh, we, I think we've always had some good times, you know, certainly this past summer. Yeah. Um, so uh, I got to meet Garrett for the first time, you know, yeah. we've, we've met before. So 
Um, you know, that's the part I miss the most. Uh, let me ask you, as far as media goes, right? It seemed, was there a lot of cigar media there? And did they, were the influences in there like at PCA? And I don't, I mean, there are definitely some people here that I, I guess you would, you could classify as, you know, in, influencers. They're more, they're more busy on Instagram and things like that, more so than doing reviews or, or website work. But the, as far as people with cameras and things like that, we, I, we definitely have seen people with some camera rigs that I am super jealous of. Uh, some some really high quality equipment out there that people are using. I see a lot of people conducting interviews with uh, either with uh, with mobile phones like we use, uh, so we can go live, or with uh, with DSLRs and recording content to post later. So quite a bit, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, the, the media is uh, in out in force for sure, but. As far as the influencers, nowhere near what PCA was this last summer. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I, I'm not. I'm not going to criticize PCA, but it, from what I've seen with TPE, they've been a little more uh, diligent about giving out the credentials. Uh, that we haven't seen that. That's a good point. That we yeah. haven't seen. We haven't seen people wearing badges that don't necessarily coincide with reality. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point, you know, as well. And I think that's a lesson learned, you know, if PCA wants to look at that. Um, because certainly, uh, you know, again, and I, I encourage as much media to come in as possible. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but obviously, you want to make sure it's being covered, um, you know, in, in, in the right manner. You guys, obviously, true pros, you guys have been going live, which uh, hats off to you. That's a hard thing to do, pull this off live. I know that the Internet hasn't been the best for you guys this year at the trade show. Um, yeah. Which surprised me because they've always had really good internet at, at the convention center. So, you know, when I was there two years ago, it was, I, I, I instantly, I did the Carl Malone interview, I instantly uploaded it. So it was, uh, it was an easy, it was an easy upload. It didn't take long. Yeah, the, the internet is, is very poor. Um, yeah. We're actually relying on cellular, cellular data connection. Yeah. The Wi-Fi is terrible. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the one thing I'll also say, look, TP, they run a really good show. I mean, I don't think you, and I'm sure yes. they will, will, will take you guys input on this for next year. So th this is actually another really good point. And I, I say this kind of, um, I, I say this in a, as loving a way as I can to our friends at the PCA is they, they need to learn from what the TPE did for this opening night party last night. This party was an absolute success. It was massive. They had a fantastic band, live band, um, plenty of fantastic food, drinks, tons and tons of people in this beautiful outdoor space. And uh, I, I know that it's, I, I know that it's expensive, but there is something to be said for having a celebratory event like that to bring the industry together and PCA, I think at least in some form, although I understand that money would be taken away from. Yeah. I, I think they have a different challenge with that. Yeah. But, but there is something to be said for not only the industry coming together in a celebratory way like that, but also for almost giving, I don't even know the word to use almost giving, credence to your organization that you're willing to 
that you're willing to put in some some money to have a celebration like that. Well, and I I will be talking about that Drew Estate and uh, TPE party for years because it was that much fun. Um, Matthew Tobacco, I and Matt, Justin, who's with us, uh, we were right down by the stage for this fantastic band, nearly losing our voices. Matt's voice is barely hanging on right now. Yeah, my voice is barely there. Matt, Matt Tobacco as well had the same problem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yep. It was a blast. Yeah, I, I definitely caught a little of the uh, uh, Beastie Boys uh, vocals by you guys. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely uh, really, really good. Yeah, so, I mean, that was a good thing. Um, it was definitely packed for sure. Um, any concerns about Omnicron? I mean, I know they've been a lot less enforcement this year, it seems like. They're kind of being – I guess they're falling to the – of the. this ain't a TP thing. It sounds like they're following the lead of what uh, Las Vegas is doing. It seems like it's more consistent with that. Yeah, they're 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 really uh, as far as far as things like mask enforcement. Uh, there there hasn't been a ton of uh, strictness behind that. Um, they're they're relatively um, lax. lax in in allowing people uh, to go all over the place without. Although I mean, when you're talking about like the monorail and elevators and hotel lobbies. Then, then you definitely have it on, have the mask on all the time. But right. uh, the trade show floor, the, the party that was, and, and if you think about it, the party was outdoors. Yeah. Um, but, but it was, uh, no, there really, there really haven't been any strict enforcements of yeah. uh, either social distancing or, or masks. So yeah, no, no dominatrix is out there this year uh, enforcing. Sadly, like, sadly, no, not this year. Uh, I was hoping we get something like <laughs> Stuff like last year coming out. I mean, you guys broke that on on our show last year, uh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just one point I was kind of on earlier. Um, Altidus. I know you guys were at the Altidus booth. Um, one thing that caught me by surprise. Okay. Um, and and I didn't hear talked about it in the video, and if I missed it, I apologize. They um they brought a release that I was very interested in because I've been actually in the middle of reviewing this for the European release. And you're the tiger apparently is getting released. The Vega Phoenix, you're the tiger is getting released in the U.S. That is the word, yes. Yes, yeah, uh, so we were also surprised by. Yeah, and in fact, I from what I'm hearing from talking to a few people, it's a slightly different size too. So I'm kind of interested in not. It's just different. It's going to be different. But I've I've been smoking the European version of it because I have my hands on that right now. So I was that was a nice surprise to see. Uh, and it all did seem like they, you know. They were the other of the big four that really kind of brought the A game in terms. They had some. They had several new releases there as well. They did, yeah, yeah. And we didn't. Uh, so you know, Matt did that interview, and it was kind of unfortunate that we didn't get over to that special humidor and that release until after the video was done. Well, we did see the year of the the the, the year of the tiger, the Vegafina, but the oh. humidor was different. The humidor was the. Um, I don't think that the better, better roses, the better oh, roses. The better roses. That's yeah. right. That's what I was thinking of. I apologize. Yeah. I um, so, but yeah, we didn't get that better roses humidor on camera yeah. during the interview, which is unfortunate. But uh, we'll we'll have pictures and, and stuff. Sure, to, I to mean, post about that. Considering uh, considering like I said the amount of like doing live stuff, guys, uh, hats off to you guys on that because again, it's hard doing this stuff live. Uh, and I'll give credit to Justin as well. He's the third member of your team. 
uh, you guys have been you guys have been seamless in terms of execution and everything. So uh, good job uh, by you guys on that. Um, Thank you very I much. Would never attempt live coverage. <laughs> yeah, ju Justin, <laughs> enough, <laughs> Justin, lean lean in here and say hello. So, hey, Justin. Justin, Justin can't hear you, but Justin is uh, has been absolutely instrumental in our success at this trade show. Yep. So we are insanely grateful to have him on the team. Yeah, give him my thanks as well, please, because it's yeah, a very – Yeah, thanks. Yeah, he's like, this yeah. is really great to see that. Um, and like I said, I know when we expanded the team uh, at PCA, uh, it's – video's hard. As it is. I'll just tell you that right now. Doing it live, uh, hats off to you guys to doing that as well. Um, the the uh, You know, the one thing I think that was a little – not seeing a lot of is the written coverage, unfortunately, but I think it's just the, the direction media is going right now is it's more video-based, uh, these trade shows? Because I think people want the experience. Would you guys say so? I do, yeah. I agree people want the experience. But the people who do written coverage really well are still doing it. Yep. You know, yeah, the, people, the, the people from Half Wheel do, do written coverage incredibly well. The people from Cigar Snob do it really well. Um, Cigar Craig is back. He's actually sitting just across Good, good to see Craig here. back as well. Yeah. yeah, great to see him again. And, um, and, and I know that the, um, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say I know, I'm, I'm fairly certain that, the, that our friends from Developing Palace are going to be doing some, yeah. some, some write-ups on this as well. We, yeah. we yep. really don't focus on, on the written word as much as we do the, the, the video and the experience, but yep. we are going to be adding a little component where we're sort of going to have uh, for each for each post, uh, in, in addition to the links to the videos on YouTube and Facebook, we're going to have some additional photographs and, and things like that of the products from the booth. That's good to hear. Um, a couple more points I want to hit. Uh, was there a, any surprise companies this year that you saw uh, really kind of uh, maybe flew under the radar um, what they brought to the trade show this year? Drunk chicken. Drunk chicken so, cigars. We interviewed them last year. Yeah. Um, we didn't know the story. We didn't know. And we had heard some things. Um, and unfortunately, it was, uh, for me, I'm speaking for myself, it was a, a brand that I didn't take seriously. And that's a shame on me because I didn't hear the story. And getting to interview uh, Desiree today, hear the origins, talk to them, find out, you know, their process of developing this brand. Um, and not to mention, she gave me a cigar that knocked my socks off. It really kicked me in the face. Um, that is my biggest surprise uh, of the show. And, oh, wow. Um, so I hope that they continue with the same fire that we saw at TPE. Um, they continue to develop relationships and, and really grow because I love their story and I, and I want to see that grow for them. Yeah, true boutique story. Uh, we heard a lot about that as well last year and they're a true boutique story. It's good to see, you know, good to see that. Yeah, for me, um, I, I also love hearing their story. Um, one other one for me, which is, uh, you know, we're a little bit behind the times with this company because they've been making a big splash for with a lot of cigar media over the last year and a half or so and that's jake wyatt cigars and uh, he's finally and i we even told gerard we even told him that we we felt guilty that that we had so many opportunities to see them and we always let it slip through our fingers at the last couple of trade shows and we were definitely not going to miss it this time around and 
he was a great conversation and um, he's, he's extremely energized about his brands and um, what, what they're doing with, you know, the design flourishes that go into their cigars. Um, it's, it's just a fun, different presentation that takes a lot of work and a lot of effort and uh, it's something exciting and fun that, that really jumps off the shelf at you when it's in a humidor. So um, we were glad we finally got to talk to them as well. Same boat with us last year at the PCA. We missed them. Uh, then, then Ben Lee started smoking the cigars, and he's like, guys, and then Bear. Uh, um, I think Aaron had smoked a few of them as well. Uh, we got Gerard on the show in November, and I was blown away by them um, and what they're doing. And they're, they're again, artists and stuff they're doing. Uh, you know, I don't want to say it's the same as what Black Label's doing, but they're doing things kind of their own way, you know, with some of the artists and stuff. And, uh, you know, they have a regular production Candela. I mean, that's pretty cool these days to see that. Yeah. yeah exactly. And it's not just gimmicky. Uh, they're great cigars. They're great cigars. They're really good cigars. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, so it, it, it's not it's not putting those on the cigars to be a gimmick, to be whatever. It's truly uh, a piece of art for them that they are putting extra effort into. And yeah, um, yeah I that's a, that's a really good one. Yeah. I told Dojo on his show that they're going to be as under the radar company at the end of the year. Uh, that's yeah. my prediction. So, uh, because I think that yeah. they have a hell of a, they have a hell of a story and a hell of a product as well that they're bringing. Um, yeah. In terms of a cigar, maybe, are there any other cigars that you had tried for the first time that was surprised, that surprised you? You know, like maybe that's a cigar of the show. Yeah, this, um, so Garrett's holding up the, uh, this, it's the new special from Amendola. I've been wanting to smoke. They talked about that when they were on the show. Yeah. Garrett's smoking it right now. Uh, Justin and I smoked it earlier, right after we talked to Jeffrey and, uh, it's, uh, it, you be on the lookout for it. It's, it's a very, very nice cigar. Favorite cigar of the trade show so far for me. Good job. Good job by those guys. Uh, they're great guys. Uh, they're Carolina guys. Uh, yeah. So you root, we root for those guys uh, because they're the, like the home, the home, one of the home brands here. So, so uh, and it's good guys there as well. Um, any any other things that maybe that you saw that maybe our audience would be interested in that you know that caught you this year? You know, one of the things that I've been noticing is, and I've talked about this to a few different. Um, you know, brand owners and ambassadors is there are some booths that are absolutely busting, whether it's a big brand or a boutique brand. And then there's some that it's a ghost town at. And I think, you know, for some of these companies, it almost seems like they come out to the TPE and expect the TPE or these trade shows to just give them business. There doesn't seem to be a hunger with some of these, um, you know, unknown brands, and they haven't really been media friendly. Talking to some other media members about some of these other brands, like, hey, what do you think about this, you know, brand or whatever, and they would say, well, we went over there, but they weren't really interested in talking to us. So, I think, you know, seeing some of these smaller brands um, not acclimate into cigar culture is going to kill some of these brands from my perspective. I agree. That's a shame. Uh, question, That's a shame. Yeah, it really is. And, and I question, you know, why, why they even come to the trade show or their understanding 
of uh, this is our industry as a whole, as a as a fellowship, as a as a family, as a community. It just seems like those brands aren't embracing that, and they're wanting to run their cigar business as this independent entity that just stands on a on a good cigar. And they might be good cigars, but without that inclusion piece, they're really missing the boat on this whole community of cigars. Yeah, that's, a, that's a shame. I won't ask you to name names. I don't want to put you guys on the spot. Yeah, there, but not, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah, that's a shame that that's not being. I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to figure out uh, as we see the non coverage. <laughs> we'll know that. Uh, <laughs> well, and it's there's. It's not to say that because there are there are so many companies to visit, and it's unless you have um, uh, we we. It is possible that we could go to every single booth and literally spend 10 minutes at every booth, but there's more to it than just doing a quick video interview and then leaving. We yeah. want to get to know these people and spend time building relationships. So the fact is when you add on that relationship time, which in our opinion is more important than the, the five minute video that's going to go on our Facebook page is it, it, it that means that if we don't make it to certain booths, it's not because we don't enjoy those brands. It's not because we don't like those people. We just have to sometimes make hard choices. And sometimes there are going to be brands that we just don't have time to visit. And uh, again, it's not an editorial statement about those brands. It just sometimes that's the way the dice fall. And, you know, bringing back to Drunk Chicken, uh, to be honest, if they wouldn't have approached us and right. asked us who we were, what we did, right. we may not have even stopped and, and talked to them. And I am so glad that they did because they were engaging. They were. Yeah, they were wonderful last year. Yeah. So uh, that's what it's about. You know, uh, is, uh, engaging other people in this community. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was interesting. Um, I got there was someone who contacted me, a media person, about a brand that was launching, right? And I was very, very grateful they did that. But now I want to talk to obviously the people, the, the people who are going to be representing the brands of the media, and I haven't gotten a response from them like all day. And I'm like, well, you know, I, I really want to build. The, I'm I'm happy to put your press release out there, but I want to know you guys as well. So yeah. it's, it's like I said, it's more than just us printing a press release or something like that. We want to really engage with uh, everyone, uh, you know, so that's always my goal as well. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, I kept you long enough. You guys need to enjoy yourself. You've had a long day. Um, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, you guys are always there for uh, me when, when I've needed you guys. And uh, it's much appreciated. Everyone in the media has been, been great you know, with their schedule. So thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of the show. I look forward to tomorrow's coverage, and I know we'll be chatting all real soon. Sounds great, Coop. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Take care. That's Matt and Garrett from How About That Cigar live uh, in Las Vegas.